0: I wanna be the best in the game, invest in
1: my name. Check, no restraints, I'm obsessed with the pain. I ingest,
0: I retain, assess and I change. Possessed by the thought I'll be free one day from society's restraints, money, clout, and fame. Mud, disease, a plague, we all love to hate. Have to play the game,
2: have to make a name. All our insecurities are on display. This is war with the enemy. Think that it was meant to be. Living in a time where disease is on every... Hello
0: and welcome to another episode of Tactical Awareness. Today it is season one, episode 18. We are getting up towards 20, uh, and we are now jumping in with another topic. Uh, This time, talking about going second. Missions where it's important to go second, what type of army composition roles you might take going second. It's a topic that came up quite a bit as we talked about the Satellite Colder Than Carbonite event that Owen was going to, the hack list that he took with the double sundae butt, um, and just the various mission structures that require you to score at the end of the game. So let's dive in, see what's going on with the fellas and get this underway. I am I am three three uh pigs in a large um
2: rain slicker. That is my okay, it warns me whenever you go to record, and it it? the only button is got it or get out.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just he gives you an immediate ripcord. That feels like that feels like it's incredibly on-brand for this podcast. Every time someone starts playing this podcast, it goes. It goes, got it or get it. That's everyone's initial <laughs> reaction to listen to our infinity podcast. It's just immediately like, I want this to be over, please.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's a, That's that is the vibe I think that we generally get off. Either people are all into us or they immediately just punch the eject button <laughs> and go. Uh, hey, everybody, I'm here with Owen and Yanina Dan. Um, is Dan. It's Dan uh he, he's using he's getting his laptop right now so he's trying with somebody else on the street all night uh and we are here with season one i guess episode 18 can you believe we made it this far
1: i i, I can't I, I lost my bet that we were gonna fail miserably by now
0: did you really No, <laughs> never never bet against a man who's who doesn't get to see his friends because they live across the other side of the country um yeah no my my uh my social disorders maintain that this is gonna happen forever <laughs> I'm, ne- I'm never letting go of this this is perfect <laughs> this is time without children and i get to drink beer by myself in the dark and not feel lonely because you guys are you're talking to me um so yeah it's episode 18 18 that means we've been 18 weeks in what's that that's 18 weeks uh four weeks a month so four and a half months is yeah almost good, five bonus months. episodes yeah, no, I mean they all happen like midweek and stuff too, so that'd just be the same number of weeks. Um, that's crazy. That's crazy we made it this far. Well, we're we're gonna talk about a topic this uh this time around, I think, actually kind of near and dear to one of us. And I think that the other <laughs> two of us could could use like more time thinking about. It. So I hope this everybody enjoys this. Um, we're gonna talk about going second and what that means in infinity. Because going second, there's a bunch of arguments, and I've heard a lot of people talking about how how like whether or not going second is good and i think it the answer is sometimes but you can build an army entirely revolving around going second and it was a topic that came up a couple times in the last couple episodes so it felt like it needed its own spotlight um before that let's talk about what everyone's doing because dan dan has shocked us all by by going online shopping he's been e-shopping quite a bit and and i think he may no longer be an 012 purist I think he's
1: got he's got his look,
0: fingers in other pies now.
1: Look, I have I have a guija, so I already can play vanilla, uh, guija.
0: <laughs> Dude, I took that I took the guija to um like, guija guija guija. I don't
1: know guija guija guija. I took
0: it to I took it to Winter War, man, and that thing slaps martial arts like
2: no joke.
1: Berserk, super jump, yep.
0: yep. ten inch berserk. If you start in line of sight, you can just puck yourself 10 inches forward and then stab with your giant explodo
1: sword you pop out around the corner and shoot if that doesn't work apply sword
0: apply sword so what what prompted that what prompted you was it the tag was it just the fact you like the tag
1: um yeah i mean the tag was cool it was more of a what what do you guys not play the crap out of you know what i mean (laughs) i'm like oh if i I mean that's
0: that's a great that's a great reason I was planning on, on, on actually looking at Yu-Ching for next season because none of us played it, and I haven't played mine. I gave mine away at Winter War, right? So I didn't have the army anymore. But I'm excited you're going to do it.
1: Yeah, and so with my big credit of all the war machines selling stuff, the website uh, of the uh, this, what do they call Feneris Fenris Workshop in Quebec. And I was like, well, you don't have anything that I'm interested in because it's just like Age of Sigmar and 40K and like paint and terrain stuff. And I'm like, eh. But I was like, hey, can I uh, can I order stuff through your distributor? Because that's what I do for the local shops. If they don't have what I have, I just ask, hey, just order a truck from the distributor and I'll just pick it up and there you go. Takes about a week. And so I was like, can I do that? And they're like, well, let's take a look. And I just like gave them like the biggest list of like all the Yu Jing models that I could possibly ask for just to see, like, well, if I do Imperial Service or I do Invincibles or whatever, Imperial, whatever the, the army, I don't know the names of these things, uh, but I was just like, "What about this?" or like the big Code One box that's like everything, because yeah, yeah. that's yeah. like the best bang for your buck. And then I was like, "Well, if I have that, then what other boxes do I need?" And so I just like, I just gave them a big list, being I mean, like, "Do you have any of these?" And they're like, "Yeah, we got all of them." I'm like,
0: well, the answer was all of it. That's well, amazing." Well,
1: then I guess order all of it. And so I'm waiting to hear back if it's confirmed or not. But in a few weeks, I might have
0: all the Yuqing.
1: A big majority of the using models.
0: I mean that army. That army collecting box is a, is basically all the Code One stuff. It's everything. It's, it's like a Tao. Yeah, it's like Tao phase. Um, I think you get uh, Hack You get the uh, Hundun, You get like the Moat. You get all the all the Code One boxes, which is tons of stuff. You get remotes. Um, I had to order
1: another Hack because you got to have two.
0: Which will the hacker or the HJ? Oh, wait, no, no, not amazing. the Hack The
1: who? The, the guy Ma-Wang? that has the the missile launcher that goes oh there's the
0: the, hu- the hulang the, the the one with the hyper cannon on his
1: back yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so there's amazing. a hulang that comes in the code one box but then there's another hulang with the hyper magnetic cannon
0: on it maybe something else i the, 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 you but I know what you're talking about yeah the size five with like the the giant yeah, yeah, Is it, yeah, yeah, like yeah. two missile launchers or two rocket launchers or like a hyper can. he's bananas he's so cool <laughs> um yeah that's awesome man that's that's exciting because that's going to give us a whole new dimension and I, and I love the fact that like that's not something that bled over to 12 either so you're going to totally jump start your like i don't know what any of this stuff does brain
1: and i oh, love yeah. that I'm ver- like... i
0: love that version of dan where dan's like i'm figuring this out that's not, like my favorite like because you poke so many holes in my assumptions uh it's one of my favorite things you, you you look at everything so differently
1: than i do so i'm excited for you to dig into you ching I refuse to look on online lists i just like meh.
0: only learn through pain it
1: has to be through yes, pain it's true
0: <laughs> we were just when i were just talking about that we, we don't care about anything that isn't an experiential like anecdotal like i understand people's anecdotal evidence and i kind of respect everybody's opinion of having anecdotal evidence but um i don't even i don't even look at the math usually <laughs> i want to I have my own experience and try it for myself so i think that's gonna be really cool to see you try you know, and i see played I mean.
1: this guy he had a 90 percent chance of winning he lost therefore he sucks
0: yeah, sure. <laughs> it's it's owning the AVA 2. Well, it says I have AVA 2. I like this thing. So I'm going to take four. Um, <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah, the, the Yan Hao, That's who it was. The Yan Hao Invincibles. Oh yeah, my God. Yeah. I forgot there's a neurosynetic plus one burst missile launcher. Yeah, that's incredible.
3: Yeah. You could bring four of them.
0: Yeah, and also the fact that it has bioimmunity. So if you try and hit it in BTS, it's BTS 5. And if you try and hit it in armor, you can switch to BTS if you get halved. Like, it's mm. so cool.
1: I did I, thinking it was overpowered. It does not work against hacking or comms attacks.
0: Oh, the BT. Oh no, bioimmunity? No, no, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, I just yeah. mean, Like it, anything, that, anything, but yeah, you, like a breaker
1: rifle, like a breaker or or rifle. So yeah. you use your armor instead, right? Like that, just that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's just armor ace sitting on the rooftop. Yeah. But then there's, an, F- there's right. an FTO version. That's the plus one missile launcher, but you can put yeah, it, it, it can in. Oh, a burst three. Harris burst <laughs> missile launcher. <laughs> just
0: burst missile launcher standing at the back corner of the table, looking at the world. Yeah, it's that is shocking. I, I love it, and it's because, like 40 something points
1: because then it's also burst two in ARO if it's in a Harris, mm-hmm. but then burst three in active turn.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it's it's real good,
1: anyways. It's real good. That's exciting. I've, Did you play I've been any games? building a lot of semi no, no games. I okay, I've been I was gonna play some games tomorrow, but then I my family decided to do Easter oh, because everyone's it. uh, everyone's yeah. getting together at the same time. That's where I'm at um, too.
0: Yeah. We got we got the we got the whole clan coming in tomorrow. Sam and Just will be here and the whole clan's gonna come trucking in.
1: But uh, yeah I still haven't got a game in with the new starmata stuff. Which is I, what I'm, I, I'm already looking at another fact. <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll talk about my I I got to I'll talk about it. It didn't go great. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what about you owed?
2: Uh I played some games and have started painting all of my uh uh Nomad stuff um just playing there's a tournament this coming weekend that I'm gonna go play in. So we'll see how that goes. As I say play nothing but Bakunin. <laughs> nothing but Kunin.
0: So so you tried out your double stigmata list, you use your stingray tags as stigmatas. How'd that go?
2: But great. Uh 10-0 10 for both games that I tried them out in. Um, first game was a bit of a wash because I went first. Second game was going second against a lot of dogs, Um, challenging to stop them, as dogs are. And I don't have any MSV, so it came down to, like, Pywell and the two tags being visible and just having to fight everyone who came after them. But uh, it worked out in the end. I mean, even the dogs don't want to sit there and eat triple rockets yeah a lot of of rocket launchers yeah you're you're immune to fire but you're not immune to damage 16 pow 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 and then everything's spotlight because Mm -hmm. the few moments that i can't see him in the smoke i'm just putting spotlights on him which means i'm hitting them on 19s when i shoot my three rockets Mm
3: -hmm.
2: yeah
0: it's hard to to not high dice at some
2: point so he's like oh i'm high dice on the smoke dodge it's like yeah you are but i'm the same dice but on three Mm mm-hmm And because there's two of them, the one if the one ends with the dogs all in chain rifle range of him and activates, he's going to get shot up. The other one activates and peels Mm -hmm. all the dogs off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have you have like a backup basically.
0: Interesting. So you found they were able to mutually support each other because it's it's funny. I feel like there's there we talked about this a bit offline, but there's something to be said for just having that much relatively cheap arm BTS six three structure. Rocket launcher shots standing up because I, my, my big criticism of them when we talked about them was I didn't think they had a great reactive turn, but it sounds like taking two of them kind of solves that problem because you can just mutually support each other.
2: That and like those infiltrating repeaters really slow everybody down who's trying to move across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, because you don't want to just let that hit you for the free. The initials, right? The initial observance, is that the one? Yeah. yeah. And if I think it's the initiate,
0: that's the infiltrating uh, one. Yeah. yeah. The orphan's the, the one, one that links with you.
2: Yeah, so the initiate—that's the one you want—and um, basically heavy infantry can't really move up on you because if you'll either have Zoe, who's in a link, um, having six sense, so you can't stealth around it, mm-hmm. and then the other two stigmata's who are also hackers and can go through it, and like nobody wants to eat a triple uh, carbonite while you're walking across the field. Or a triple oblivion. Yeah. Whatever it may be, it's usually carbonites with the stigmata's because of the plus two damage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it's you really, get it, you a get three different lands probably. Yeah, and uh, and that just stops you in your tracks because then you have to try and dig out of the oblivion or the carbonite while also getting hit by the other, and it's just not not that vibe mm-hmm. to get out of there. Right. Yeah. So I found that was really really effective. Um,
0: Any other standouts besides the stigmata's and the
2: initiates? I didn't use much of the new stuff because I don't have the new box. So I I mean, even just like standards of the the current list. I mean, Zoe and Pyro. Zoe having a plus one burst gizmo kit combined with the link bonus means if a stigmata goes down, which happened, uh, you just shoot three gizmo kits Mm -hmm. into it. It'll pass one of them. Yeah. Oh, it's back. And uh, things just go well from there.
1: So just to confirm those rules, if you fail all of them, Then you lose the structure yeah if you if you pass one or more you gain one structure yeah correct okay
2: never
0: more than one either way yeah right so you can't like heal three off of one because it's just you're getting multiple tests basically
2: yeah cool yeah it's uh it's effective though it makes it so that you go from being not alive to alive and you have a heavy flamethrower the rocket and most importantly the ability to hack everybody
3: Mm-hmm.
0: she's like those um those ariadna or uh other multi-burst like um paramedics like uh the morats have one too the Rindek has a multi-burst one I mean, he has an fto even so like you're just like plugging these like super high fizz or high whatever models
2: with um repair kits and they just jack back up yeah it did lose uh it doesn't have base fizz for getting repaired so it sets, yeah, it's like 11, like 11. yeah, yeah it was but 11 on one. three dice or two dice Fair, five. you're gonna get it
0: right? yeah yeah yeah, with the instancing, hopefully. it It's 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 less likely that you don't get it than you do. Yeah. Because the fail states, there's no penalty, but the, all you have to do is pass one of those three if you land all three.
2: Which also is, your opponents really have to, like... They have to make sure it's dead. Like, they have to spend the extra order, or potentially more orders if they have to shoot it to death. Because if they don't, I'm just going to bring it back. Like, oh, did yeah. you not go and step on his neck? Because... I get to hit you again if you do that.
0: That's right. Yeah, this
2: thing, this thing won't. This is the Jason Voorhees of
0: tags. You need to, you need to make sure it's like you've burned the corpse, otherwise, it's going to come back. Exactly. Sweet. Well, my week. Um, as uh, I talked about last week, I painted a whole bunch of Star Model stuff. I painted the new um Roadbot, which was super fun. Basically, I was like looking for something to. Like, get me excited again. Uh, I've just been playing with the same armies quite a bit, and that ALF army kind of took like painting that much white armor, it kind of takes it out of you. So, I took out my Code 1012 stuff that I'd all painted up, like back when Code One came out, and was like very excited. I played a bunch of games with it, and then I um added a bunch of the new miniatures that I just had been sitting on and hadn't actually painted. So, I added uh the Roadbot. I added like with his side bots and his transformable form, I added um, the, uh, fuzz bots and copper bots. I added the, what's called the tag, the Zeta, which was fun. Uh, and I think that was it. I think that was all I painted to start off with. I built a bunch of more models. I built the, um, uh, what's it called? The Raptor boarding squad, like killer hacker with the multi-rifle. Cause he's amazing. Yep. I painted up, uh, or I built the, Oh, I decided didn't, I didn't build a Varangian. Like, there's some basic things that, like, I should have started with when I was adding the O12 stuff that you just don't use when you play um, Code 1. Like, there's just models that, like, they'd have no purpose, really, in Code 1. So, like, I didn't have a blue coat painted. I didn't have um, the engineer painted the, the whatchamacallit, the Lambda. Um, I only had one you'd bought painted I needed, too, because I had Parvati, so I wasn't really using more than one you'd bought. And then I had... geez, what else was it? I had... I wanted to paint Casanova, so I built Casanova. Anyway, I built all, like, the, like, support stuff. Oh, Varangian. I was like, why don't I have a Varangian? <laughs> and all my Beta Troopers. I built my Beta Troopers as well. So <clears throat> I have quite a few miniatures to paint. Uh, I played a game with them. I played Panic Room against Jordan. And I just kind of, like, bruletted the mission and brought this, like, probably really effective Plunging Fire list of, like, remotes and the Zeta. It was the Zeta, the Roadbot, um, an Evo Hacker, because Panic could be an extra order for an Evo Hacker, like just a regular regular order. just generates two regular orders. Um, the Oko, the Peeler, uh, a, a total. I built the other Fuzzbot as the total reaction one, figuring I could just also use it as a baggage one if I wanted to. So I took that just because I was trying to fill in points. Um, I had Cho, Lieutenant, Kappa, Paramedic, Kappa Hacker. And then chose pretending to be another cap paramedic, just like hanging out in the sides uh, with the bronze HMG. So I I used this the um red fury bronze as the bronze HMG. That thing is an absolute fucking monster. That thing is <laughs> it is so hard to stop. And I mean, it's not like it's just a bully piece, but it's like a premier bully piece because doesn't matter what's shooting back at it, it just doesn't care because it's got total immunity. Um yeah it's it's a it's it's like it's silly <laughs> there's certain there's certain factions that's gonna have a real hard time against him other ones like if you have decent armor you kind of just shrug off the hmg rounds because there's no ap or anything like that but it's nice to have like a burst five brawler gun that's just super reliable and that harris was relatively cheap because he's a wild card in starmata so he just hung out with the kappas and they can just shoot if they need to shoot medkits into him they will to bring him back because he's relatively good fizzing. he's like fizz 13. Uh, so I was well into that. That was really cool. Um, the proposition of the roadbot with like marksmanship going up to a door with his sidebot and being like, Would you like to dodge the sticky or would you like to uh, eat my SMG, which does all kinds of things? <laughs> it's either shocks or APs, uh, was real good. Um, that was a surprising. That was the only piece I had that actually had a run on the room. So I went second actually, which we're gonna talk about earlier, and let Jordan go first and actually populate the room. And I sent Roadbot in, um, and just immediately like took out a Liseek stick at the wall way up in the air, uh, with like the Roadbot and the, um, the sidebot. He got stuck nice. and then he got shot to death. And I was like, if this was a Raptor, a Killer Raptor, this would be so much better.
3: <laughs> <It's like> flaming him
0: <laughs> to death. What am I doing? Yeah, that's what yeah. I And so I went up. It, it it all fell apart. I couldn't get in the room. He um. He got a crit and a hit with a Hortlock Janissary, like in cover, suppressing against the Zeta with a viral rifle, and I failed all my BTS rolls and died immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like literally the first <laughs> shot of the game. He climbs <laughs> on top of the building, should just obliterate this guy. That's like that's just sitting there like suppressing and with his uh, his hyper magnetic cannon, and just gets annihilated by like three shots at crap odds um, <laughs> for the viral <laughs> rifle. I just got exploded by a crit and a hit. It was embarrassing. It was no. fucking shocking, but no. I mean, it was new. It was new pain administrators syndrome. Uh, I think he nine won me, because uh, I just beat my head against the wall of the room, and I had I and it was a I had an army that had no real chance, like except for the robot, there was no real chance of actually getting in there because everything was like at bad ranges. Like that, even that like bronze is not going in the room with the HMG because he's in he's no. always in bad range. Basically, at that point, he's <laughs> going with his pistol. It's just stupid. Um. But I learned a lot about the Star Mata. I really enjoyed playing them. I think that list was a good like firefight slash um, supremacy slash like open table, climb on buildings, plunging fire, like tons of like mobility and stuff list. It was just a terrible list to take into a room mission. And so I just got hammered because I had nothing that actually wanted to fight into a room. Um, And Jordan did a really good setup with double double the Seeks and two Asawiras basically just camped out in the room before I went in. And I was like, oh. You guys are all no joke. Holy shit! <laughs> there's no, there was no, there's no good place to fight. Um, so yeah, so I'm excited to play more with them though. I'm gonna paint up the rest of that stuff. Casanova and the Raptor in particular. I'm excited about that Raptor Killer Hacker is BS fourteen, which yeah, blows Raptors my mind. Great. I couldn't believe he was because I was like, even the bronze isn't fourteen. Like this is nope. this is panobs. Like that's the one thing is you start off with panobs on like your basic guys, but you never go all the way to the fourteen usually, except if you're a tag.
2: The Raptors do; those guys are jacked. I mean, you say all the way to fourteen. Pano has it an all the way 15. that goes beyond that. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I mean, I know, but that's, but, but like it, they they cap out hard is what I'm saying. Like they have right. they generally have decent BS, but like their lowers higher than everyone else, but their higher is kind of average.
2: Right. Yeah. They they play the same <clears throat> game. I mean, everyone seems to have that one guy, but it's a seems to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's not super heavy, but he's he fights really well. And I love the fact that him and his little flamer bot can turn into smiley faces. They can turn into, uh, whatchamacallit, into uh, masks. So it's going to be fun. I'm excited to play them more. I'm going to get them more painted and just do a change of pace thing as we get halfway through the edition of ITS. Uh, and so that probably dovetails nicely into tonight's topic, which is going second. And one of the reasons that came up was um, two, two things. One, your one game you tied uh at um uh which we'll call your satellite tournament was was a a guy to did a a, a went last uh chose second play at the end and tied up the game to you um and then we've been talking a lot since then about how your list was literally designed to also go second (laughs) so that'd be interesting to go through the its pack and look at just how many missions have end of game scoring with positioning and I think that's a great way to start a conversation about whether or not it's good to go second. Because like, for instance, acquisition, right? First mission, in the packet is there's 21 missions. This one's got at the end of the game, control the tech coffin in the middle for three and control the antennas for one each. So five points in this mission are basically touch something at the end of the game. You have right. last word, basically, if you do them uh, biotech war. I think is just all kill points, accomplish more classifieds, kill more army points. And then that's it. So never mind. Biotech 4 is mean, just
2: that. I mean, before you go into mission by mission, sure. it's worth saying like what, what makes a list that would want to go second? Like,
0: yeah, well, I'm, I'm just trying to look at like the, the different criteria here. Cause a lot of these missions um, let's just guess right now. We can look it up afterwards. Let's say there's sure. nine. Like let's say there's nine okay. that have end state stuff. Sometimes it's about holding something, right? Like capture and protect and supplies. So if you yep. go last, you have the last chance to kill that guy and grab that thing. Or if you if you're going last, just, you have to survive like the second to last turn and then you've got everything you need to have. Um, sometimes it's about being in a place like frontline, right? So frontlines be, have more points in a zone. So, so literally you can win frontline and never fire a shot on turn three. You can just walk around and push your points around and sneak and win that game right like that's a that's a mission that you can literally win without firing a shot if you're careful um and then some of them are about when you go last being not just in a space but being in contact with something and having someone else not be there so like guardian stuff right like i just said with acquisition um it's anytime you have to control something right you have to be uh, touching something at the end of the game so it was worth talking about because there's so many times in missions and i you know you're right if this is going to stay evergreen we probably don't need to go line by line i probably define those three criteria is probably good enough because the mission pack is going to
2: change in the future and yeah we might end up talking about missions that aren't there we're we're already creeping into the people are suspecting what the next series like the next season is going to look like yeah exactly
0: so 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 if we're going to keep this evergreen it's it's probably more about like the the concepts of going second so why don't you take the lead on this one um and and talk about if you're from the from the point of list creation what are you trying to accomplish um in a in a list that has the ability to go second and and that might be all kinds of things like your stand-up arrows like like what are some concepts you think are going to that list making
2: um okay so i guess right off the bat when it comes to like trying to build a list that can survive the turn one punch that's coming for you because everyone it's easy to go first like it's easy to build an army that's going to go attack someone right like Five-man link, I got my big guy, here we go. Oh, I wouldn't easy. it's
0: easy. To wrap your, it's easy to wrap your brain around what you're trying to do.
2: Right. Because right. I, I, I All
0: lists are not created equal, but I understand what you're saying.
2: Yeah, the the ability to find a guy who does a lot of damage and has good stats in the active turn is not challenging. Every army's got them. Um, so my my perspective when I go to build a list is if I'm going to play a, a, a turn two list or a list that can really absorb that hit... Um, it's either am I hiding from them on turn one, or am I gonna kill them when they come after me? But if you can mix them, that's the way to go in my opinion. But very much like lots of camo to hide from the enemy if you if you're like they're gonna bring something that my faction is not really capable of of stopping, or am I going to, hey, I'm Pano, I have a bolt link, or I have Atalanta. If they don't play around me, I might just kill them all. Mm-hmm. Like that's my my starting perspective. So, like the the list that I, I talk about all the time with the double sunduck butts, it takes both of those ideas and just runs with them. Where if I want, we all have camo. I'm not coming out. If I think I can win, mm. I'll just shoot you. So so <laughs> let's
0: talk about that for a second. So so going so going second, you're talking about a bunch of different things all at once. Let's kind of like pull them apart. Um, the what kind of list you're trying to make? Are you trying to make a list that survives? Because the one you just talked about is about trying to survive that first turn. You're trying to survive your opponent's ability to go first. But yeah. I would argue some of your lists are also about capitalizing on your opponent's turn to do a bunch of damage. Right. Like like with mines and the Sonic bots Neurosynetics. And there's a bunch of like there's there's a whole lot of that was um, like, yeah,
2: sorry. I, I might not have explained it very well, but like the this the two lists, one being surviving and the other one being killing as surviving yeah 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 Put,
0: putting an, an offensive defense up basically
2: yeah okay so where you get things like the total reaction bots neurosynetic models um starting mines. expression minds yeah. active hacking all the, yeah all the tools that that remove your enemy's pieces um as kind of an a a, a aggressive reaction turn or or a, a i don't know how you'd even describe that but
0: I would just say an offensive defense, right? Like you have stand up pieces, you're not hiding, you're not turtling, you're not null deploying. Uh, And these are all, again, words that we should probably define because I don't think we've ever actually talked about that. Like we've referenced them a bunch, but maybe that's what this episode could be about. So let's take one of those two lists and try and break it down then. And and I'd like to hear about Dan's thoughts on this too, because his O-12 army I think does a lot of the like slow you down or hide stuff um that you're talking about but let's start with that one the one where because you just started talking about like camel pieces what are some kind of pieces that you would put into that like i don't want to die from the alpha strike and that's not just going to be handled by deployment like what what do you see as the the piece
2: types that fit into that kind of role uh infiltrating camel marker is is the name of the game in my opinion if you want like or anything that can get out of your deployment and also is in a marker state whatever marker state that is because it your deployment's gonna like whatever you play the game terrain is going to be set up in such a way to to like reduce the overall impact of which side you get because they don't want one side to be like a like obviously better than the other usually it should be a little bit better but that's what the roll off is for right Right, exactly yeah and that's the make the deployment role matter but middle terrain is not designed that way middle terrain is to stop you from shooting deployment to deployment yeah across the board yeah so if you can get out of your deployment and have as many models as you can that are not stuck in the starting deployment and are able to like get on a taller rooftop that because there's no elevation limit on for deployment and infiltrate yeah you can go up in the air
0: yeah no i mean whatever uh, they're by spaceship
2: yeah i guess um so yeah, you get that that three-story building in a in a sea of two-story or one-story buildings and all of a sudden your guy starts on the top of it.
0: Probably. Yeah, and you're way more inaccessible then, aren't you? You're you're way up in the air like it's way harder to get to you if with your, you know, unless you're something super mobile like a dog or Sujan or something like that. And
2: even those guys like it's usually costly to go and to dig in to get somebody, right? Yeah. Like Yeah, you got to make a point. And you got to pass that whip check.
0: Like if you fill that whip check, that whole trip there was for nothing. Yeah, I mean, and, like and, you're well, one, and that's super, if you're a
2: marker state, because there yeah, are a lot of guys be, who infiltrate yeah. that aren't marker states, mm-hmm. and so like those guys usually have some gimmick that tries to keep them alive, mine um, layer, repeater, or something like that, mimetism of some degree. Like they have they have something there that's trying to do it. I don't put a ton of credence in those, and you could see it in our Hakazam review talking about like the Shuje and such, who have this like forward deployment, but it's like chain rifle (laughs) so i I don't feel that those are the right kind of piece i think marker state and out of your deployment is my first like the the null deployment like this is how you don't get killed right away Mm -hmm. you're not in your deployment you can go anywhere on the on your half of the board and you're in a marker state so they can't just spotlight you missile bomb you Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and they have to do like you said you have to roll that whip everyone in the game has 5% chance of failure. Yeah,
0: you might just fail. You might just not see him. And then that whole like six orders you spent climbing top of a building to see that guy were just totally burned.
2: Yep. So, I mean, that's my my starting piece of, of models that can survive. And to try and define null deployment, it's the idea of like, you're not going to fight your opponent at all in their first turn, but you're going to be deployed in such a way using this type of models that it's very order intensive to remove your models. So you're yep. probably still going to get one or two of you because that's just how the first turn goes in infinity. But it's too many orders to hunt down the majority of your army. Yeah.
0: You've made yourself physically inaccessible and that's made you order intensive. And most armies can't get they can't get a really good run. You're also probably spread out. Yeah. Right. Like a lot of a lot of null deployment is like let's say you have a fire team having them on different elevations in the same fire team, like, very often when I null deploy, I'll have a fire team where, like, one member's on a building, one member's on a totally different side of a wall, you know what I mean? Like, where they can still activate and get where they need to go, but you can never just, like, chain rifle all five of them in one go. So there's yeah. there's some kind of art to null deploying that isn't just being prone. Although, Owen and I used to joke, the, the whole term ABP, always be prone. If you were prone in the first turn, there was no point. Because um, it's a very easy way to um mitigate the damage someone can do to you simply by spreading your pieces out and having them cost a bajillion orders to go and actually like dig out and i think that's the the second layer of null deployment is then using things like you said like marker states and stuff to add a further layer because it protects you from hacking it protects you from um uh it protects you from like uh whatchamacallit from um
2: it's just if they're aware they're not quite sure what it's gonna be oh well, right? that's true like, yeah you're, you're also taking a chance that you don't know what it is yeah because your opponent whenever they go in like that marker state could be a like 30 or 40 point beefy model but it could also be like 18 points or a mine like
0: it yeah. depends on the faction obviously but the and and the more you know your opponent's faction you might be able to pick up on that cuz some factions like Danzo 12 how many infiltrating uh camel workers do you have Dan
1: <laughs> three yeah well, it's not oh, like there's two. a lot of them yeah we have was, the raptors, i think there's was... and we have beast hunters
0: that's right. Yeah, because definitely you can take the
1: B it. Not time. raptors, are razors. Razors.
0: So and the razor's hidden deploy. It's not even in a marker state. It's so, like it's you not even do like both, you're right? gonna actually you could do both, yeah. But like once once it's appeared, you know what it is. If you're going so, a
1: second, you're yeah. going <laughs> and the raptor, I mean the razor can get mine layer, so you sure. can put a camo marker more than there, but then mm-hmm. everyone knows there's a hidden if you know, right? If you yeah. know the fact. But yeah. so if you're Versus... talking like highest level of play, well, when you're talking about is. Hawk
0: Islam, though, Owen has like 95 different camo or like potentially yeah. <laughs> things. Like there's so much camo in that faction, or like Ariadna where you're like, oh, it's min minus three camo. Okay. Which of the 95 of those could this be?
2: And even Hold in on. their own profiles, like there could be a bunch of stuff, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Do I want to get close to this, or is it going to wake up and shotgun me? Like, yeah, that Foxtrot truck can have a lot of different profiles,
0: or the uh, whoever, right? The it could be a Chasseur, it could be like a, a bunch of different guys, random
1: right, heavy flamethrowers, right? <laughs> you never know. That's yeah, I had like I was brought my trip hammer, and it was like mid minus six. It got on booty, and I was like, oh hell's yeah, living the dream. And he walked around the corner. I'm like, what's this? I got my shotgun. What's this little camo marker? Oh, a heavy flamethrower. Fail, fail, fail. Okay, there it goes the trip hammer.
0: Yep. You got hectored. That's what Owen did to my Hector. The day I painted him because <laughs> he's a fucking dick. Not my problem. You can't roll armor saves. You came after him. That, know, was, that was the worst living.
2: part. That, that he was fucking living USA his life hurting hurt. nobody.
0: Yeah, drinking Coca-Cola on the moon. That fucking guy killed my post-human reincarnation of a Greek god-like hero.
1: I God like enough It
0: was a shit day. <laughs> that's what that was. I'm glad I never saw that Hector model again.. I um, loser. and he was a loser, yeah. Uh, so some other things that come to mind for me, so like uh, obviously, it's not super prevalent, but um impersonation. right? There's like there's there's some in Toha and slash Spiral core, and then there's all the stuff that's in Hakislam and um combined Army. But it's another variation of the Cam Worker. I would actually say it's even more resilient. Like, because oh, yeah. it's a double test to see if you spot who it is, and you can't censor it.
1: How much so, impersonation is there in the game, though?
0: Like, just what I described. That's it. There's the, there's the Assassin <laughs> bar- the Four models. Yeah, there's the Fidei. There's um, Al Javelle. Then there's Jebel, the, Fidet, uh, but he's just another Fidet basically. And then there's the specular killers, there's the uh, shoot, what are they called? Grief whatever operators, whatever the is. yeah, whatever the yeah. guy is. Uh, and Janstar, sorry, who's the character version of them? Yeah. And that's it. Very limited. And then every <laughs> killer hacker, technically but they never yeah, go to
2: two not, right not on first they, turn. they don't go to two and they don't start like that which means yeah. it doesn't work for what we're describing
0: here. for what we're describing exactly yeah, yeah there's cool. no way to start in Cybermask. although Cybermask is incredibly powerful for all the reasons i just described especially being immune to sensors right being immune to
2: sensors is a huge deal yeah and also two two temps it's always two and if they fail either one the story ends like yeah
1: Oh, that was one cool mess, but yeah, because you start,
0: but you're right. It, it's it's very, 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 very,
2: very right. powerful as far as like keeping you alive. Yeah. And it's I mean, the, again, the focus being on guys who can who are hard to get rid of. Yeah. But so First we,
1: Nation also can deploy in like just outside your deployment zone. It
0: sure can, yeah. It can well, it, it gets the table minus your opponent's deployment zone, but it can also go in there with a fizz test so yeah. like no it's a, whip test. a minus
1: here for it's test. a whip test. oh
0: it's a
2: whip test that's right it's even yeah worse. it's even easier that's right because the yeah, days yeah. are like 15 Four, 14
0: they're, or something 15, no they're 15
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah i forgot because you're whip good the faction um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot you true, can right. on a whip 14 have a mine layer in your enemy's deployment with combined army that's yeah,
0: it's shocking that's yeah. shocking that um, one is
2: a, an aggressive turn two that is the type yeah. two defensive turn two army where you're like i'm gonna kill you on your turn yeah
0: so so deployment like being able to pick your deployment with things like uh, forward deploy and infiltrate or reinforce the reinforced deployment what's it called now um uh the special deployment one where you get you get to give your fire team advanced deploy basically um and then oh, there's yeah uh you know the, the the null deploying itself being prone being in inaccessible locations spreading fire teams out so they can't all be hit by the same template um another great example is uh and we'll talk to this maybe a little bit more when we have stand-up arrow pieces but i would say like delay pieces like delay pieces are pieces like decoys um like mine layer mines where you might put them up to pretend there's something else because like very like you could place a a mine and very often have someone think that it's an actual like arrow piece <laughs> you know like an actual like gun so these like these sort of like non-offensive but make your opponent spend orders either figuring what they are or moving around them pieces can also be used to multiply fine because they don't really cost you anything right like if you're taking a mine layer you're getting that anyway um same if you are taking uh, a model with decoy right these models are they're designed basically to have stand-up pieces that your opponent doesn't know about uh, that can be really powerful for just like making your opponent decide to to change either their path or to spend more orders and those feel like they fall in that same category where there's a certain art to that like I'm going second deployment um and it even comes down to I think the interesting thing is the 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 null deploy or go second deployment doesn't necessarily require you to change how you write your list it's more about knowing how to do it Right, like it's more about like you can flex a list that can also go first into going second by deploying properly and taking advantage of those skill sets that you might use offensively if you're going first, defensively instead. There are definitely guys that are
1: better though,
2: like factions, like whole factions that are better. Yeah, absolutely. Some factions can just do it better than other factions.
1: Um, Like, so I guess it's like if if you don't have the fun tools, if you don't have the cool thing, what are your what are your good options? The,
0: the null deployments to... available to everybody, right? right? Spreading out, having that stuff. I would say some of the advanced deploy tools are available to everybody too. And then yeah. same with the stand-up pieces. Because some some people are going to have mine layers. Some are, you know what I mean? There's there's going to be stuff that all those factions can do typically. Because I think, I think them generally them forward,
1: forward deployment and infiltration is a huge deal for going second. Just because you get more places to hide and spread out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just, you just for that you're fact. not all accessible to like one big... Alpha strike piece like a McMurrow or a you know plunging for like a Clan Plus tag or a you know Sujan so or even the robot now actually the marksman rifle like he can get get you know jacked up with marksmanship and then sit on top of a building and spray death down. Yep, so I think I think there's a lot of like, if you have to go second, these same lessons could apply to you. Um You and I think actually knowing how your list can go second. Because fifty percent of the time you're going second in games, right? Like you're gonna fail that role, something bad's gonna happen, and you're gonna end up going second. So knowing how you flex to going second is probably a really important, um, a really important like choice. So now, um,
1: but it, then there's also the 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 sleeper uh, models that you keep hidden until the very last turn of the game. If you've gone second, then go to score.
0: And that goes into mission, I think. That goes into yeah. writing a list specifically for going second. And I think that's the second kind of list we're about to talk about. Mm-hmm. And this, and that's when you see a mission on the tournament roster or you know that you're going to be playing that says something like, is controlling at end of game or has them like control zones at the end of the game or controls room at the end of the game or is holding beacon or supply token at the
2: end of the game. Which is a the, decent uh... amount. I think yeah. my perspective has come if you can score 5 points in the final turn without interacting with an enemy model uh you should go second.
0: Yeah. Absolutely yeah. Like I mean that's and that's that's acquisitions zones, right? Acquisitions is 5 points at the end of game for controlling those three buttons.
2: Yeah. If all it takes is to touch buttons or all it takes is to stand in a certain place? you can do that without ever killing an enemy model like your opponent will never roll an armor save. maybe they'll shoot at you maybe you need something that can maybe you'll have something that can hide but uh or is in a marker state of some kind but if you can score five let's go second because yeah. it means if you don't go second the window is open for them to do it
0: that's that was going to be exactly my point because if you're already winning by that point and already holding them there's no downside to having gone second. And and often there can be a lot of power in letting your opponent go first, like in supplies, right? Um, which is a mission where you're trying to un- you're trying to open boxes and then get the loot out. You're saving all those orders, having your opponent do that for you. And then just going in hunting down and killing that guy. Because there's no whip check to pick it up after that. So anybody can go and do it. Don't need a specialist, don't need anybody else,
1: just go do it. But on the on the flip side, when you start building lists that are really good at going second. If you get supplies, you go in, you pick up those boxes, you run and hide with those models. Then you have pretend you go second because you didn't fight them all. You just grab some boxes, and all of a sudden they have to go through your um, defensive tech basically. Yeah, and so it's like even if you go first, if you've built the list to go second, that just means you get some bonus activations, and then you go quote unquote second. And then, like you can absorb them, and it's actually a very—if you can pull it off, it's a very solid way how to play. Like it's strong no matter what if you're going first or second.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, let, let's brainstorm a little bit here, because like even if you, you're right, so if your opponent does win the role and chooses to go second because they think that's an advantage, you can still play like it's you going second, right? You're 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 not losing anybody doing that. I see what you're saying. You can you can do the tactical. You can go grab something and pull it back under your. Tr- it's like the. Um,
1: I guess the, it all depends uh, it on what the... they're going second list is right if it's null deployment then you kind sure. of just get to run around but if yeah. it's the aggressive thing then you got to adapt
0: mm-hmm. so i was gonna think you're, you're antlining right you're you're reaching out and grabbing one little objective and pulling it back into your layer
2: and then forcing them to come through all your stuff i think uh like if you want to get into a little bit of like what does this list look like it, well, let's it, talk
0: about you're... unit types first because I, I think oh, we, yeah. we started we kind of like spitballed them earlier but like let's actually drill down on that because like you said neurosthetic and
2: um total total reaction reaction. so what what why that Uh, i mean on the face of it both of those skills allow you to get additional burst in the reactive turn and aside from link teams there is no other way to do it so Mm -hmm. Uh, i think that's in the category even but
0: you're you're right i'd say the 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 total reaction is slightly more powerful than the because you can also go active if you need to with it but but it's it's not their role
2: here which is my perspective like because you you tend to get a discount for neuroscientics like Often models that have neurosynetics are a point cheaper than a comparative guy who doesn't. Like they're like the and I I think of the the Sunduck butt as my example, where the offensive Sunduck butt costs, I think, a point more than the the neurosynetic one. Um let me confirm that. Hey, why isn't it in order anymore?
0: What has know, mine, happened? Mine's never been. <laughs> it used to be all nicely ordered. I know, I was so jealous of you. Mine's just a Heavy like, rainbow water slide of random profiles in different orders. It goes like LI, HI, oh. tag. It's just <laughs> I just
2: He's actually more for that one. Yeah, and the mind layer is the same good. price. Yeah, well, I guess I stick by it then that the ability to have full burst in ARO is worth it. Yeah, the total reaction, fair enough. I, I yeah. was thinking there was a discount.
1: Neurosynetics is always more expensive. Mm-hmm.
2: But uh, it's just like... I think it's more powerful because it's shots that you don't pay for. Like it's not a order.
0: And it's, well, well, I think that's the the argument. You're using your opponent's order pool against them. You're taking pieces that are designed from deployment, no orders required, no orders spent to just kill you on your own turn. Right. And that's, that's a, that's an aggressive defense.
1: But not, not everyone has access to neurosynetics, but everybody, almost everybody. I'm pretty sure it has access to the TR. Literally everybody everybody has everybody a has a TR yeah. Yeah.
0: even yeah. even the I think there's a Katayusha TR bot in um yeah Urgan. Yeah the <laughs> Urgan. Yeah oh and the the Toha don't actually though they get neurosynetic HMGs. So the Chaxa the Chaxas who carry like the heavy weapons they get neurosynetics instead. So they get they do get it they just get it a different way because they use meat robots because they pharaoh trick People yeah. being there, so they go the nearest
2: But that means yeah. they don't get the ter- the total reactions. They don't get the active yeah. turns
0: and, and no marksmanship either. Like there's some there's some slight differences there. Yeah.
1: So I mean, I feel like total reaction buffs are really popular because of that. Is you make them fight, you got an HMG, they got a roll. You get to roll four dice. They don't yeah. get to stop that. You always I do mean, the roll four dice.
0: Just it's just like null deployment. Anytime you're costing them orders to get to you and do stuff, like that's a huge deal. Um, and you're potentially killing them too.
1: But then the other strong part of the bot is it's got um, the the two levels of unconscious. Yep. And so yep. even if you do kill it, quote-unquote, odds are it's still unconscious. And so if you have an engineer around or a little U-bot just hanging out prone beside it, it just watch over. And that's over what I was going to say.
0: Let's talk about commentaries. <laughs> this is a faction that actually, if you're going second... Because you're killing on your opponent's turn and your plan is to do that, you actually have to, the orders to do something Owen's not a huge fan of, but that's to heal, right? And that can be baked into the plan too by having little three-point helper bots, you know, just outside of missile launcher blast template range, um, or if your opponent doesn't have any of that stuff, then right next to them, putting those guys' arms and legs back on. That's kind of uh-huh. baked into the the plan almost when you're using those remotes, like Dan just said.
1: But that, Owen did that with the with the sun bots. He did, yeah. He decided, like, wait, if it's that hard to kill him once, try killing him twice.
0: That's it. Well, and then, and then, and they have to do the plan all over again. Like, that's, I think that's the really frustrating thing with the, the like aggressive uh, turn two army. If you build it the right way, like, just when they get that guy down, he comes back, (laughs) right? He he returns like Jason Voorhees, and you got to kill him all over again.
2: I'll be honest, the healers were there more as a, hey, you better kill this too, because I'll just bring it back, spend an extra order killing my guy. I mean, I think it's. Just, yeah, but not, you you, you brought him back too, right? and you loved it. I did Don't bring even. him back
1: one time. Yes, you're not wrong. Yeah, and it was, and you loved it. You had a grin on your face. Don't yeah. even lie. He was.
2: That was already a great game because <laughs> he played. He was also playing assassins and. I revealed the sunduck button's it's like, oh, yeah, those are pretty rough. And then I revealed the second sunduck butt, and he's like, oh, you're not getting sportsmanship. Yeah, you're best <laughs> <and I, laughs> uh, was the line of the
0: tournament. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I was, oh, I see I was standing. You're beside not trying him. to get to the sportsmanship in this yeah. tournament. I
1: was, I was putting on the table <laughs> right beside him, and I just started laughing so Just hard.
0: genius. They they saw they saw it. Oh, soul and nothing. Stared back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> double for uh, day. Double it was just double sun. Yeah, double fiddle, double sunduck like, stared back at them, and that was it. It says ABA um, 2 Why should I not take ABA 2
1: So yeah. so in a we've kind of talked about this before, but just kind of reiterate in this context, uh, like my my most the one the list I played four times at that at that satellite tournament was uh, because playing against Owens like I go he goes second and I'm like dang it, I don't even have an advantage of going second. Like how can I do that with O12? Because they don't have as many like crazy things, right? And so that was that was actually fun to design a list that would do that, and it was it was three hidden deployment models.
0: Mm, so let's talk about also, that because hidden deployment hidden yeah. deployment gives you like a a fight advantage, right? Because you can pick lanes. You know your opponent has to come down and, and set ambushes that they cannot see.
1: So so there's there's two thoughts about hidden deployment. Um, one is if you go second, you can unless they randomly censor where you are. You are immune to anything that the game can throw at you. You're just you're not on the game board. You can't get killed. So that's a guaranteed order on your turn that you can't lose.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? They they have to spend it themselves to appear, but then you can often attack something or mm-hmm. whatever. But also hidden deployment means if someone gets cocky or they're walking around and they're not necessarily in cover, you can reveal and have an advantageous fight where they're not expecting it or if it's mm-hmm. like someone with a template weapon and they move uh when they think the coast is clear they yeah move the, with the the with Swiss Guard missile launcher
0: guys. yeah the the Swiss Guard missile launcher and the um what's the one in uh in Chesvasti? The... the Noctifer. Noctifer noctofer missile launcher those are those are classic examples of that like hidden template that your your fire team crosses a gap and all five of them get splashed by a missile launcher at the same time yeah. and you're just super sad like I paid for himself four times over.
1: Uh-huh. All it has
2: got to do is hit, yeah.
1: And so it's just stuff like that where it's kind of like, uh, you have that option, but then if you go first, you can put them in a camo state, and you can have that order. You don't have to move them at all. You can just leave them there, but then you can use that to have your other guys move, like, and do more orders on your first turn. And so it kind of like gets rid of that surprise. And I mean, you can choose to hold it back, but not. But like, I think I went second most games after my first and being able just the link with a sniper rifle. It's like argumentatively the Epsilon is a better sniper, but the link sniper with hidden deployment. And then when they're like, I pop out to shoot your flashbot, and I'm like, will I shoot you with a sniper? And they're like, oh, and all of a sudden they're like, I got to shoot two things. Wait, if I hit by a flashbot, flashballs, that could be bad because this is my fighting piece. If I hit with a multi-sniper, that's also bad. Uh, yeah, and also, yeah, they're like, absolutely. oh, they get a good range, or they have bad range. And all of a sudden, you get to turn it back on them and have the advantage with dice. Or you get, you know, one dice from each thing. And they, you know, so it's just kind of, they don't have the advantage they thought they did. Yeah, you're and using it's, that.
0: Uh, it's a real ambush, right? Because they don't know where that piece mm-hmm. is. And you can put it in a spot where you know someone's going to have to walk by.
1: And, and you can, you can, play you can pick it your last. timing. Yeah, and you can you know worry exactly where you kind of leave a gap or whatever. Well, a lot we, of times
0: uh, too, you're deploying second when you're going second, right? Like yeah. if your opponent has decided to go first, you'll find yourself going second, uh, and that means you're gonna see his whole deployment. You're gonna know where stuff's likely to walk by. You're gonna know where stuff's likely to, to go towards objectives or um, consoles also, or whatever. If
1: even if the, if you choose that to be your holdback model, then. They have to deploy all their fidae's, everything is there, and then you can place your sniper in yeah. a spot that's not going to get ambushed.
2: Yeah, and yeah, remember, you know you'll be safe whether your faction has a hidden deployment or not. You ask your opponent to turn around so yeah. you can take a picture for your hidden deployment. <laughs> it's
0: all about the mind <laughs> games. <laughs> I'd like you to turn around. But you play yeah. Ariadna? Hey, I'd like you to turn around.
2: Yeah, I gotta take a look if uh, I gotta deploy something. I need you to turn around. Okay, what I'm I'm I like
1: doing was uh, <laughs> I uh. I was like, "I'm deploying. Can you turn around?" And then I took pictures for everything, including my hidden model, mm. and then like, no, my like my reserve model, right? And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll just put them right here." And then and they're like, "I'm like, and your your reserve model?" I'm like, "I took enough pictures." <laughs> and they're like, What,, well, uh, wait." It just I, makes them, They're like, "I don't know what's coming."
2: I turned the shutter on on my camera. To <laughs> did you hear that? yeah all right Just you
0: just start you <laughs> put the flash on too so it's just <laughs> a strobe light of disconcerting camera noise the flash on is
1: best that's oh my god <laughs> so your
0: ptsd you're a fucking monster
1: hopefully it's a poorly lit room and then it's just like they see it all yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. need to come around to your side of the table too it's just where's, where's the <laughs> yeah. hidden
2: deploy model uh, i don't have hidden deploy in my fashion <laughs> You're like a David Lynch movie that can walk around and talk,
1: <laughs>
3: um,
1: but no, so, yeah. no. It's, it, I found it super strong, and it's just kind of like it's uh, one having. So, it mean, it was two links: one with the sniper, one with the plasma carbine. And like, you can put the plasma carbine right up on the line, and just like leave that side weak, and just hope that, uh, or you can save that for your your uh, your reserve model. Or if you're going second, you you know kind of where their big five man team is already,
3: mm-hmm. and
1: so you can kind of put that near there and so as they start rampaging through and they think everything's fine, you're like
0: I choose you, I choose now. Yeah. It's funny. I I think that logically leads on to just candle markers in general and like and like having obscured deployment because that's that's another thing that uh Owen's um something put list had is it had DeLamis. Um and they're I think a good example of another unit type that fits well into this like aggressive turn two or aggressive ARO deployment where you have these like disposable throwaway pieces. It's why the Liberto is so popular, right? It's an eight point shotgun template that can, that can hit somebody walking by it and has mine layer. So it drops mines too. So just having a sea of like standing camo where some of it might fight and some of it might not, and your opponent's constantly engaging it and it all is cheap and trades up. I mean, it's something that obviously Hakaslam does really well, but I think it's worth talking about because it's an example of
1: standing camo, so extending camo is a is,
0: is a is yeah. a legit way of doing damage during your opponent's turn.
1: Oh, definitely. Um, one thing to uh, like, for example, like each camo, there's a there's a there's a no mimetism camo, there's a negative three mimetism camo, and there's a negative six. And so that should be apparent. Yeah,
0: it somewhat. should be marked. Yeah.
1: Um, and so there are like the sun deck butt is zero camo and we're like oh well you always know where the sunbat is oh wait but he has decoy oh wait and also all the people Wami also have zero <laughs> that's right also yeah. like, never mind <laughs> still yeah. a good strategy so you can
0: confuse the hell out of your opponent and also kind of get like a poor man's version of that get to pick a shot right because like, at least
1: you know they're not mine they're they shotguns you're going to get
0: an eight of them but they also <laughs> yeah. might be panzerfaust also if you get with an eight of them right? they'll hit
2: you with their shotgun that's right <laughs> so they shot. are mines oh <laughs>
0: yeah they're optional a, mines yeah optional mines so they cost the same as mine layer
1: but, but that's so that, standing like, up when so... you're when you're playing into that obviously we're saying like that but when you're playing into that like kind of like that camo field if it's a minus three it could be a mine if it's a minus six or a minus zero then it's definitely not a mine and it's definitely a model that you're having to deal with and like familiarizing yeah. yourself with what each um Faction has available to them in camo. Some well, have more, and also
0: choosing don't. that. Like I think that's that's the point I'm making is that Owen's list is designed to also obscure which ones are the sundick butts, so he can ba- he he's basically buying a version of hidden deployment yeah. of having a bunch of, like he knows which ones the real one, but there's a cloud of other ones around them that are also dangerous, but and they have to pick through. But I don't care about as much as they're disposable, so he he can hold off his arrows until he's like until the time's right, basically. And make him wade through this other reaction fire camo stuff. And if your faction can do that, that's amazing. There's certain factions that can, and certain factions that can't. And obviously, this is different than like a standing arrow piece, like a link
2: team and a um. Well, that was the reaction other that that guy. I, they talked about at the beginning, where like this one is, I can choose to do nothing, or I can choose to fight. The other side of a how do you do turn two? Well, I have a Harris and a main link, and they both have a mega fighter, who like first or second. Like, this is your Atalanta's. This is your bold mm. team. This or you're is your suppressing tag. Like,
0: you, or you throw a tag or you up started them, suppression. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm.
2: these are this is the other perspective of how do you survive turn two? And it's yeah, you're probably a pretty good fighter, but I'm the best i'm i'm gonna suppressing akila guard i'm a bolt link i'm atalanta like there are there is no one who is better at what i do than me i'm suppressing avatar come at me bro yeah (laughs) you're welcome to fight and unless you're like a unique or bunch of work to make it work you're gonna have an uphill battle to beat me it's a riskier way to go second but Mm -hmm. it also pays off immediately you don't have to worry about your opponent just like avoiding you it's uh yeah, I walk up and my five man Morat link with multi-sniper MSV2 shoots you. Okay, well, I guess I'll die then. How about that? <laughs> yeah. I
1: mean, that's that's the alternative is when you have those big guys pointing out. If they odds are you're gonna have good like they, they're gonna have to like fight through it and it's gonna be difficult. But when they can fight it and they don't mind fighting those big guys because they have answers for them, all of a sudden all your big gun pieces are down first turn. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a way to get them back up. Or if they got some crits off and you went straight to dead or shock or whatever, then all of a sudden you're looking like, well, what do I do on my turn now?
0: I, I think there's a deployment craft there, Dan. I think it's it's about having that piece have a fallback for when things start to turn,
1: yeah, right? Like you're, you're talking about said. taking a
0: piece. Well, you're talking about taking a piece that can lose at least once, typically, right? Like a tag, heavy mm-hmm. infantry, some someone who's not afraid to actually get wounded, and then you always put like deploy them somewhere they can either go prone, or they can fall back into cover, right? That kilo guard suppressing. Yeah. He's just going to stand there in the midfield. Or actually, um, Mendoza is a good example of that. Min minus six flaming multi rifle suppressing at twenty inches in the start of the game with like arm four BTS six BS fourteen or fifteen or whatever. Like
2: Mendoza is a horrifying stand up defense piece. Um, See, my my thing though is about those guys, and to kind of counter your point, Dan, um, the ones that I all listed don't have obvious counters, like it's not clear how you fight Atalanta, right you're not going to smoke her do you want to sure. you want to close the gap if you can have a close okay. but that's like that's that's
0: situational to your faction but that doesn't fight her right that avoids her. It, it it gets it gets to her
2: it gets to where she's less effective you right? have she's to get effective within inside 16s yeah. and then right. she's less and that's effective
1: pretty right. far up the board she's and within 16
2: back. she becomes just bs15 or whatever she is Well, then she gets
0: in the template range, right? Like, then then it's, you can just, because once she's templated, she's dead.
2: Like, she just doesn't have... this is what I mean about, like, these guys, like the Morat, who's in the same boat with his sniper, or the Bolt. These guys are, there's no, there's not an obvious tool that is available, ubiquitous, and shows up in most players' lists. Like, not everyone has Uxia or a Fidei that can just start next to them and kill them and trade their lives for it. not not all the lists have eclipse grenades that are going to be able to let you close the gap because sometimes when you close the gap on these guys it doesn't make any difference like Mm -hmm. they're still great like a bolt link is still great at shorter distances uh
0: arguably more so yeah
2: and and so like that's where i go my argument for these guys and the ones that i listed in particular are all msv they're all wildly high on the dice and they all have multiple bursts and And, and also
0: you're not obligated to use them like that like that's that's the thing is like you can build your list and and then when you pick when you see the faction you're going against you just choose to not stand up or to stand up like if i'm going into ariadna who has very little msv and i've got mendoza hell yeah he's gonna be suppressing in the middle of the table at the beginning of the game right because like he's just gonna obliterate something and if the dogs want to come for him he'll fight the dogs he doesn't care right like he's he's fine with it he's suppressing and just kill him with suppression instead so it's 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 like you could also just put them back here to plan the center and have them go prone right yeah. Like you don't you don't have you're not obligated to use them that way but if you have a plan for it and then the faction you're going up against is like oh yeah no this is the time where this is going to be oppressive to 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 play against if i do this but also
1: because you're going second you see how they've deployed this except for their one or exactly two held back models and then yeah. you can choose to paste on the terrain based on whatever and so it's like when you have these pieces, it's actually advantageous to go second.
0: Exactly, yeah. Because you, you can make that play then if you want to, especially if you've, if you've dropped into a faction that just doesn't really have a
2: great counter for it. Right. I I, I guess my point is that the the idea here is you're intending to go second. You're you you're bringing this yes. guy like a Mendoza or an Atalanta. Some power piece, are, yeah.
0: Single power they're, piece.
2: They're uniquely talented at the ARO in a way that many models in the game are not. And... Mm. And so you can lean into that. Yeah, it's true. Maybe they have something that is a as a solution to the, the the problem that you're putting in front of them. And yeah, don't don't run into it. Like
0: yeah, just just deploy different.
2: Like, yeah, like if, if Atalanta <laughs> needs to be prone at the beginning, then or, she is, or maybe exactly. not exactly let them have that front. If she's an active piece today, she's it. an active piece. Yeah, exactly. Or she's uh, a reactive on term two or three,
0: right? I think we get so pigeonholed into thinking, well, they're best at doing this. This is how I have to play them. And that's such a trap, right? Like having a plan is different from doing the same thing over and over and then whining when you didn't get the result you wanted. Right. So I think in these situations where there's an advantage to going second, it's about, it's about two things. Like when you're list, if you're, if you're specifically making a list, it's taking a piece like that with the intention of like, I'm going to, for this mission, I'm going to lock this part of the board down with these specific pieces and then have a backup plan for when they go down. And then, you're going to grind yourself into grist, basically fighting against a, 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 a army that is rolling the same amount of dice as you during your, re- or your active turn. And nobody wants that.
1: It's so annoying. Like there's some things that's like, Oh, well, even when I'm like, Oh, I got a, I got an and he's got like burst three, but there's this other guy with the same sniper rifle, but he's in a five man link. So he's like higher BS and got two shots. And I'm like, ah, three shots of two shots. Where if I lose, I explode. Yeah. It's like, ooh. It's, well, let's like... talk
0: about those two shots too, because I think there's a I think there's two things we haven't talked about yet. One is reactive hacking, hacking nets, and the other one is fire teams. Because I think I think fire yeah. teams do play a role here in going second because there is an obvious mechanical benefit, right? Six cents, uh, bonus to your stats. Obviously, rolling high is better, but then the two burst in the arrow and and there's different ways of taking it like obviously i think the obvious one is you you try and mimic that power piece we were talking about earlier through a fire team and maybe have it have multiple heads and multiple arms and multiple weapon types um, or you do a version of that Lami thing we were talking about earlier where you have like an incredibly inexpensive but tossed like a sprinkling of swc onto it fire team that's just standing up being like well i mean I'm just a fusilier with a sniper rifle, but
1: BS18s. BS. I'm just, BS I'm just
0: four ghouls with double tapping flash pulses. <laughs> oh, oh, for those days. Oh, that was, that was days. The, the, not the non-lethal circus, but but you what I'm saying? Where it's like you're, I brought that in regular
2: games. Thank you very much. That I was that was exactly what you're describing. That yeah. was a dirt cheap, effective, long range, denies your opponent the ability to function, uh and expendable. Like now, if yeah. they, almost th- everyone. he dies, he true. dies. <laughs>
0: That's what I'm saying. Almost everyone can take a line troop fire team and they're, they're great. Like there, there is some incredible like benefit to having a bunch of standing, like random missile launcher, you know what I mean? At the back of the board, like you, you can make a really effective, a um, little bit SWC, like cheap fire team. That's fully stacked with like a six, like a paramedic to like maybe bring those guys back and six cents and bodies. So like they're plus three to hit, like it, it, depending on the faction, you're stringing 11 or 12.
2: Many of them at, are under
0: a hundred points. That's right. Okay. And they're mostly, yeah, exactly. They're probably all under like 70 points for five orders that are relatively insulated. And then the ability to like just throw dice down range that have decent stats. Cause you're, you're buying it with the fire team bonus. And
2: yeah, my JSA and it's Zhang Shi HMG link. I he's, I was doing my USR out. It was he's the, not good, the, but he tried. He
0: a missile launcher. Yeah,
2: he was <laughs> a missile launcher and hacker, just sitting back there being ready to party. And sometimes he didn't die right away, and my opponent had to spend orders trying to kill him. <laughs> and that but was yeah, like-,
1: like that that little like multi sniper line troop is like, or even just whatever sniper line troop is like. Oh yeah, it's a sniper.
0: And some of them have, like, weirdly good stats, too. Sometimes they'll have, like, like MSVs or, like, you know what I mean? Like, random, yeah. like, there's a there's a really good line trooper piece that just is randomly better. I think like, the Krosiers, the Croziers have an MSV2 Spitfire.
1: Just because. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, okay. Yeah, the Brawler, which is, like, they're they're okay, but they, they, they have a multi-sniper rifle, multi-spectre level 2. As a line troop. <laughs> That's pretty good. Pretty good. Wow, the line a, troops are also a bit pricey. Yeah, well, there's like the 20, 20-something
0: 20s. points for Brawlers, yeah. But but the, the points, Dan... Anytime you you're giving make... a
1: sniper on, you're always getting around 20 points.
0: Well, the, the Brawlers could go
2: to a Harris yeah. instead
1: of doing <laughs> a full core, too, right? 16-point sniper, thank you.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, all, all I was going to say is you just reduce <laughs> your expectations half there. You, you can make that same good reactive team, except it's 60 <laughs> points because it's three guys, right? Or maybe four if you want to go to get uh, six cents or something like that. But you don't have to go all the way to five. Like yeah. five is good for like the super cheap ones um and then it's that reactive hacking net we talked a bit last episode about um the turn one uh pitcher deployment right the the deploy repeater with mine layer uh we also discovered that the was the has one um but there's lots of guys like the Morans and the uh, orphan of the observance who have them like just cooked in and that gives you the ability to do a whole lot of damage uh right from turn one if you have a hacking net a turn zero hacking net deployed out to the midfield because they have to walk through it like very often you can project that onto like the objectives if they have to flip a console or a switch you can have that sitting on that area forcing them through and that can make it dangerous for killer hackers and if nothing else it can cause all that reactive spotlighting because i do think a turn two, a turn two army very often wants a missile bot that that would be a thing that i would say is a powerful thing because you're allowing your opponent to force themselves into situations where they're being spotlighted. And that spotlight not only makes your reactive, like stand up shooters and your TR bots and all that stuff better, but it also means that when it flips to being your turn, you're not standing up and going and having adventures. You're just raining death from above on whoever you managed to spotlight last turn while they wandered around.
2: I think any reactive turn is is required to have a missile piece
0: <laughs> A guided missile piece you mean
2: uh sorry a a model whose job it is to go trade their lives to remove something got it um because it's you, you can build these lists that have all this defensive tech and as we talked about like what happens if you go first right i think every the, the last piece i would say about the turn two list is if you go first most of your reactive stuff is probably got negatives as far as like its ability to fight in the active turn. And so yes. I would I would advise if your are every army has an actually. I'm not even gonna say if every army has a 20 to 30 point guy who, if fed eight or nine orders, will will be able to get his points back. Or trade his life to damage something relevant on your opponent's team. Yeah, like a paratrooper, like some, a McMorris,
0: <laughs> like a McMorro. Yeah, well, like a warband piece, Yeah, like a McMorro or a dog. Soldier duo motorized bounty
1: hunters. Exactly yeah, the same uh, idea, ex-
0: but exactly yeah. that. Dan and and yours are yeah. even cheap. Like yeah, that's I think that's the great thing, thing about two. that is is you get to spend all your points on that turn to reactive stuff, and your active turn stuff is like I don't give a shit if this dies. Like I'm just gonna run over here and and throw colts at you until you all go
2: away. Yeah, like a dodge, you're like,
1: well, I got a submachine gun. AP. (laughs) Exactly.
2: And that's where that's where, like, the, because you can, it's it's not too hard to identify, like, Neurosynetics, Turbo Reaction, Blink Team. These are all good in reaction to your opponent. But if you want to go all the way down the the path of trying to make a list that can just absorb your opponent's first turn as its primary, like, power, you need to be able to then reach out and, and hurt your opponent.
0: Yeah, you need to be able to do something. You need to be able, like you still need to be able to do the, the do whatever the, the button push thing, is. like whatever the thing is that you, that he's trying to do, grinding himself against you. You need to be able to reach out and go do that at some point, and, and remove an, an whatever the presence. threat is
2: to your your defensive tech. Yeah, like yeah, maybe yeah. they have a sniffer bot. Maybe you need to go in there and kill that right away.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, or an MSV sniper that needs to be hunted down. Like so, someone who's someone who is the thing that is dismantling you you know what i mean it's maybe costing lots of orders to do it maybe he's not doing it quickly but without it there's no chance of taking that stuff apart that defensive tech then those guys go and trade their lives for it absolutely
2: yeah i think that's that's a piece i wanted to make sure we added in there because you do it doesn't work without it you need to be able to still reach out and touch your opponent yeah all other things
0: Uh, i I did have one more piece that's not so killy but it is about certain missions, like for instance, all the zone scoring missions. Any anytime there's a zone of operations like um frontline or a room mission or something like that, I would say baggage is actually incredibly important. Like being able to take baggage to score those zones an extra bunch of points could be very handy if it's if it's in the mission. So keep an eye out for that. Because if you're planning on taking an Evo bot anyway, but that Evo bot's now all of a sudden worth like 39 points as opposed to 19 points or like 15 points or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um that can be an important piece to have in your list. And the Magariba Guard becomes, I think, like a prim. I think it, it scores everybody, doesn't it? Does that uh, score no. the Avatar?
2: I no, think no, it's no. close. It's, it's, he's, he's like 102 because he's only 80 points, remember. Oh, that's it's
0: right. Like 80, 80 points. He's like so 85. Cheap. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. I know you're right. Yeah, it's 105 points. I mean, he had scores everyone who isn't the Avatar. How about that? He had scores the Maru. Yeah. He had
2: scores, I think, uh, I think he had scores the Cutter. Uh, no, I think Cutter's 110 or something ish.
0: No, I think Cutter's not that expensive anymore because he's 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 not that like he's, keep
2: nerfing him. He's, <laughs> he's pretty good.
0: Potatoes, yeah. I was if gonna only say I could look it up. Potatoes. I can't look it up though. Because oh, I, I gotta it. hang on, hang on, hang no, on. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's still great. He's just I think they uh I think they cut him a break actually. He is 97 points. He's actually cheaper than the root.
2: There you go. So 18. the he does outprice the the cutter
0: hey oh he's ava
3: too <laughs> I'm
2: i know up. i know i talked about that already I, the, if, no, if i'm gonna play a panel list it's gonna be squallow or yodem double squallo.
3: oh,
0: squallow and i'm right.
2: i'm working on a double yodem that's, <laughs> nice. that's the other one um, oh, i shouldn't i have to yeah that's the solution there
1: <laughs> um, you don't know think... where it's at we did we touched on it briefly but i think like what's underrated in going second or kind of being defensive because this translates into even if you go first like what how do you absorb the the next player's turn or even like the third turn just being able to have that kind of mindset i think is incredibly important um just in general but anyway my original thought was um just like the super cheap models like everyone's got those flashball spots like those 7 point flashball spots and worse comes to worse, if you like are too afraid of a lot of stuff coming your way, just stand up the flash pulse bots. Mm, yeah, or, flash, or flash burn, bots and war cores. Or you you stick in that war core because it's like they're they're essentially BS thirteen, right? Because they shoot with their whip. And it's just like that's above average. And it's like in it and if in if if you're in cover, it's not guaranteed that they get you on the first attack. And if it's, you get a lucky hit, that model's not doing anything unless a doctor or engineer comes and helps them.
0: Yeah, I think there's some subtlety to there. I think you're onto something, Dan, because I think there's some subtlety there too because a lot of times we'll see people, they'll stand it like fight the world. You know what I mean? Whereas that can be an incredibly effective piece just watching the button. Like if you can deploy that piece to, or even move that piece to have a line on where the console is, so there's no way to get to that console that it's seeing you. You can be flashing guys trying to push that button and as soon as you stun that model, they can no longer push a button. Because all button pushes have the attack tag. Because the attack tag basically represents when you're interacting with something, you have to be able to see. So you can put a, you can for three points just have a guy sitting there
1: basically. They can't go on suppression later on the turn. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, they can't, they can't do any of that stuff. So you all of a sudden have this like, this like stop piece, and it's not fighting the world. It's just re- staring at something that needs to get done and making it incredibly hard without dealing with them to go and do it. And because they're usually a baked in mimetism for like the the bots yeah. and stuff too, mm-hmm. they can be really
1: hard to dig out. Yeah, and it's just like, and they usually die, but the amount of orders that they absorbed to get them dead compared to the cost and the order that you're losing. Like, well, I'm going to lose the order anyways, mm-hmm. but now they're slowly trudging up the field, moving past, and then you add in all the other things of all the other kind of guys. But then, like, for, I don't know, like, for example, like one ones ones are like 8 points. Right, it's a similar yeah. thing. They got, I mean, they got chainers, but they got smoke grenades, and so they can smoke dodge. And and then when you're like fizz, fourteen, and you're throwing smoke at your feet, unless they have MSV, right? That's a yeah. that's a one shot at seventeen. But they're a good
0: example of that thing you're talking about earlier with the motorized bounty hunter, where yon yons. If you have access to them, or the anyone has the ITS bashy Bazook this season, but you know something like it. Where you have that like cheap disposable piece that shows up on a flank or down table or parachutes in later late game and goes and causes havoc.
1: Right. So you could going to play in de- defensively, like hiding around a corner. So if they come around, they're going to eat a chain rifle. That's never fun. Like templates, I think, are super powerful in ARO. And so just being able to hide around all the corners. And so it's like if I'm going to advance, I have to deal with these stupid templates uh so that's a big thing and then also having smoke so if it's like cross thing you can like block line of sight so it's like harder for them to wade into your troops but then if you're not as worried about that if you're going first then you can put them in parachutist or combat jump and come from the side it's really flexible there are regular orders but with that discount it's like if it's an aro piece then you, you don't really mind if it's just slowing down your opponent
0: and i will say the place to look for these is the place that owen hates the most which is mercenaries (laughs) <laughs> there are a ton of mercenary options that are absolutely fantastic at this like for instance nobody has day Lamis, but everybody has beast hunters and they can have surprise deck camouflage and forward deployment right so like you may not you may not have access to you know as a faction a piece like that a stand-up like trade piece but everybody has access to mercenaries typically so if you want to make a list like this playing a you know prime or vanilla faction and getting that list of, like, Liang Kai and the Kunai Solutions Ninja with, like, forward deployment and a shock marksman rifle or a, a sniper rifle and all kinds of mimetism and camouflage and hidden deployment. Like, not everybody has ninjas. Not everybody has lynxes and razors. But, you know, everybody can get a Kunai S- 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 Solutions Ninja if they just play vanilla, whatever that's going to look like.
1: Mm-hmm. Honestly, okay, so this is why Beast Hunter is amazing. It's got, um, it's either got mine layer um, or it's got four deployment uh, camouflage. It, it's always got a template, like a large template. Yeah, you got to play against. Um, and it's got Panzerfaust, which is yeah. like the ideal.
0: Uh, every ev- uh, it's every weapon. It. It's every range. it's yeah, every, it's every range.
1: Every, everything that you want out of an ARO piece, because it's like at the end of the day, it's in a regular order. If it dies, it's not a massive crunch to your other fighting pieces. But if it stays alive, it can also go fight yeah and, and uh, no kill and with honestly the forward deployment camo version it's 15 points so it's a little bit more pricier than like the little cheap uh, irregular orders but you put it in a place that you would think to put a mine and around other mine layers yeah and people just think it's a mine every you just put it they in They think open, it's so a mine so until they, they get can, plus 1 burst heavy they flambered. <laughs> they can discover shoot it so easily but that's such a waste of time if it's a mine right and so they just don't do it and so then it could be a mine it could not be you don't know and all of a sudden they like walk out in the open and you're like pants are fat
0: Peel, it peels off the wall and Panzerfest are them. yeah and you're using that walk by or or even just they walk by it outside of eight because they think it's a
3: mm-hmm.
1: or they um, walk into a, it a
0: mine and they walk or they walk into it because they think they're going to discover it and it's like oh no i'm just a heavy flame tower. <laughs> like sorry uh-huh you know or sometimes
1: I'd, i hold on to the flamethrower you're like they walk in and they're sure. like is it mine they're ready to dodge and you're like no i'm not going to do anything you don't even know they're there and now they're there and, <laughs> and, they're there, and right. they gotta spend another order mm-hmm. and be prepared to dodge or to, like if they discover and you shoot, you know it's it's kind of like it just you're absorbing orders which is mm-hmm. uh is the point of the aro piece and yeah. worst case scenario if it's alive then you use your regular orders you super jump shoot some panzer fouls, or super jump heavy flamethrower and there's a it's, few
0: others, too. Ada's pretty good. She's more expensive, but like the 20-point mine layer is kind of great. Um, I love Ada's ones. What's she's got viral mines. Four.
1: So you get that yeah. extra forward deployment mine. But you get that mm-hmm. extra like arrow piece. If you get forward deployment at all, you get an extra place to hide. And, and with an extra too. mine layer, you just it's, it's a viral mine, too, which is great against what everyone hates is the dogs and bears who run into you first turn. They're the, they're the missiles that are running at you, and so having a viral answer to that I mean, they're pretty good at dodging, but if it hits them, you could you could take them out. Mm-hmm. And,
0: and then I think the last part of this whole conversation, because we've talked about that whole idea of like either flexing your list or using Null Deployment to just not be accessible, that like survive by disappearing or being so hard to get to that your opponent's order pool can, it mitigates the damage you can take. And now we're talking about aggressively, you know, arrowing and trying to kill during their turn. I think in both those situations though, the art of playing these lists is biding your time is knowing when to actually pull the trigger and when to hold off. Cause like the game we referenced at the beginning of this episode, which was the one where Owen um, drew on round three was because hidden deploy models just peeled off and went and stuck on something. Right. Like, and he took a gamble not and held them back and, and that ended up even up the game for him. And he ended up in a draw. So it, I think there is a real, like there's a real art form to going second, that's it, it. It All the theories we just talked about sound good. And I mean, they all, I think they all hold water, but you still need to play the army like you're going second and you're planning for the last turn of the game and be smart with your order expenditure and smart with how you like parse out your turn and don't overcommit too fast um to really get the most out of playing in that, in that sort of like way.
1: So I, I hate think, winning I the think... role at the beginning. <laughs> you, you want to choose, yeah, just, choose, just choose. choose for me.
2: Just make me go second. It's fine. I planned for that. <laughs> oh i'm going first okay McMurrow. and then it's like oh i have to pick (sighs)
1: because as soon as as you think it was the wrong decision you're the one who made the decision right and also because he doesn't want to be accountable
2: for it (laughs) even in that game well no even in that game it's like if it goes if the first turn goes the way like average dice says it goes i'm so far ahead it doesn't matter anymore and then if something goes wrong you're like if I just went second, this wouldn't have been a problem.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> so like, you just want the deterministic part where like it gets chosen
2: for you. So you never have to worry about it. I get it. I see how it goes. Yeah. Well, it's just, I, I can't take the kill blinders off. And so yeah.
3: it's
0: like, I, just love
2: I don't want to do it. You're I plan like, to not do it, but if given like, the opportunity, I will go.
0: You're like FPS dog. Every time you pick up a gun, it has to point at someone's head. You just can't, you can't ever, you can't ever turn off
1: the killing so i think I'm it's to been a drinking. problem stop in going to the
0: bar <laughs> stop <laughs> stop, drinking. stop going to the bar
1: okay so so uh. in uh in tabletop wargaming first turn has been a problem in a lot of different games sure like in age of Sigmar, i've seen it like especially with destruction armies you just kind of like bup, 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 bup. yeah you're dead <laughs> and it's like did you did you plan for that oh well or in 40k for the longest time, they've mostly fixed it I've heard, just because everyone can hide in buildings so well, and infantry are good running to buildings, but it's just like, at first turn, you shoot you off the table, and you're like, oh man I guess we'll pack up our models and it's like, Infinity, I was told is all that, when I first started like, when, when I was like, looking at playing the game, they are like, oh yeah well, the guy just goes first with this big tag and just shoots your whole army up, blah 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 I'm like, I'm like
3: that doesn't sounds, seem right, that sounds
1: bad <laughs> that sounds bad, but then Owen was like, that's not how I was playing, and they're like, no, no, no we we know I'm like ah, it sounds like, and then that, now that I've played a bunch, I can now state state matter of factly, it's you don't know how to play the game, if that's happening to you consistently. you know what I mean? It's yeah, or 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 yeah. there's
0: just something fundamentally wrong with how you're approaching it. Like if right. if someone was playing a 40k table. With an infinity army, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you, uh, one guy moves, he dies. The second guy moves, he dies. The third, you know what I mean? Like if I move and your entire army gets to shoot me, then
2: yeah, we've done something. Oh, or the other side wrong. of the coin where my cutter can move six inches and kill a guy and move six inches and kill yeah. a guy and yeah, does yeah. that the entire game. Yeah.
0: Remember, uh, you can always tell someone's a bit inexperienced with infinity if they line their guys up right on the 12 inch deployment line, never touching a piece of terrain you know what i mean like those guys are like all right she should get up as far as far as we need to
1: and they're like no no no, no 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 in
0: the wind just like and everybody does the, it the when lying.
1: if they've played other war games everybody does it yeah it's yeah. funny to watch actually yeah now. Fu- the, well, the other one I mean. is like, uh having you're... a guy looking backwards
3: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: Where you yeah. don't know to yeah. do that until you now need to do that
0: <laughs> yeah not checking your facings at all just having guys point in just random directions and being like oh mm-hmm. well, yeah well, I'm going to shoot you. Well, you can't see me. Well, why? Cause your back's turned. And the guy's like, what? My back's turned. This is a tabletop organ. That doesn't happen. There's no level of detail like this. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think, I think there is a, there is an art to going second. I think that the mechanical power, like, like Owen said, and I think Owen's instincts are usually good is, is that you cannot compete if you don't have models left. So Ultimately the if if you're looking at this like a game of go, you are trying to deplete your opponent's ability to make moves. And that is tied directly to the remodels they have remaining. So no, it, I learned it from Sergeant Zim. From the enemy can't push a button if you if you disable their hands. Is, <laughs> that, that, is that what we're talking about? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Good old, good old Clancy. I'm just clown. gonna knife you <laughs> knife you right at the beginning. I'm just gonna
0: knife Gary Busey's kid right at the start of the movie. So you know who I am. You know who you're fucking dealing with. Yeah. Um, that's okay, a Paul so Verhoeven. Uh, so why do I need to throw a knife if, if
2: I got nukes?
0: <laughs> well, look, man, it's Gary Busey's kid. He has lots of questions. I'm sure. <laughs> too many. JP's JP's had probably an interesting life. I, I, I don't know that for a fact, but I do know that for a fact. Um So yeah, the,
1: this is <laughs> this is the the natural progression I see in Infinity is you you going first. Is kind of like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going first. And You kind of learn how to do that, but then what you actually need to learn how to do is go second, mm. or at least the principle of being defensive. So even when you go first, you're setting up for a defense, like you would go second, and knowing the advantageous part of that. Yeah, and, and there's then... there's Dan
0: with the big brain thing at the end where it's it's about taking that first turn, second turn thing, and applying it to your actual like active turn.
1: Yeah, but but then yeah, but then learning. I'm going first against someone who knows how to go second, and then learning how to take that apart. Mm-hmm. And it's just definitely. kind of like it's, it's there's kind of like that depth in there. And that's what I'm really loving about infinity is like, it's like, I, I, it, I don't know how to compare that to any other war game. Like, it just yeah,
0: I, I haven't I haven't found anything else like it. Definitely. where like, you can play the same army against the same opponent uh and you get a totally different result because some aspects change on the mission or the terrain setup. up like you could take the same list two or three times but because some fundamental like thing you're playing for or thing you're interacting with has changed the puzzle's totally different and you get a completely fresh experience
2: sunduck but has no downsides like, <laughs> Sunday, but needs no downside.
0: Sunday doesn't recognize Sunday, is ungovernable. You-
3: <laughs> 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 he, can- he cannot be stopped.
1: What do what you like want to talk most- about?
2: A thing that takes all of the things that we've described in this entire podcast, it distills and- it, and sum it, it into one guy. Wine. Yeah, <laughs> he's just all of the abilities that we've talked about. Yeah,
0: you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, the- yeah. Sunday, the- does it all.
1: The, yeah. the only Downside you love I butt. love
0: you love your little boxy robot friend man I know yeah. I know I love it you oh and your Halloween costume this year should be a sonic butt you should just do yeah, yourself like, a I'm gonna dress like medical crates, crates just yeah, like, my like medical boy. crates that's right just a, a, a pile <laughs> get of garbage Big red and
2: cross and a gun <laughs> you just
1: just got feet no one yeah, yeah, is like so committing war and... crimes over that's there
2: right. <laughs> never that's right
0: never never i'm just i'm just six boxes with a machine gun what just are you got, doing? you got that
1: nerf gun that just like out of one hole yep. in the side gorgeous yes i'm no, gonna I, give you hugs I, <laughs> I, like. I
2: like the the turn two thing i built a list that was and has been very successful at doing it um i mean i think haka's Islam
0: in general is a is an example of I think a list that has if I was like if I was to like rank the the, the factions the different army lists uh, on their ability to do this and make this play I would put probably Hakaslam at the top maybe, maybe Ariadna
2: it wasn't obvious like this went through a lot of iterations to get to where it was at like I didn't just be like oh yeah of course we just put all these together and then it's good it was like probably like eight or nine games of different versions of all of the pieces put together and then realizing, okay, here's here's the thing. Here's what you do, and it became effective. So yeah, I mean,
0: like everything, it takes practice, right? I, I would say some other factions. I think I think Toha actually has it. it I played a very defensive Toha army in and three, and that's not super relevant in this conversation. But I think they have a lot of the tools that we're talking about here too, like and the Chaxes, um, lo, lots of small links to up your burst bonus reactively um symbio bombs right to absorb the damage and stuff like that or symbiomates right to absorb the, the abilities and stuff like that not die every now and again when you feel yeah. like it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. or, or even just even just symbio armor where you have these incredibly cheap free wound models effectively right like the fact that you've got two states of transformation and then you're in state you can take a lot of damage before you go down and you can um, take infinite damage once per turn well it's not infinite anymore because it's just armor bts9 you don't you don't just ignore it anymore Right, you just get to make whatever your roles are making on Army BTS9. That's not selective, you just do it. Yeah. And total immunity. But either way, it's it's close to close to being (laughs) immune to damage. I've still lost guys. I was just saying, it's not, it's not it's not, it's not not just like I mean, and I get Owen's point, is he has the PTSD of me just going, like, I take off this Pokemon and you don't do anything. And Owen's like, I won by like 17. You're supposed to be like nine armor rolls. That wasn't
2: the issue, it was the I walk up to the button and i press the button now i leave and it's like ah cool i like when i have no impact on the game (laughs) you get to to do oh i missed my shot oh i didn't even use it cool you get to keep going sweet
0: (laughs) (laughs) my target was oppressive i'm not gonna lie it's the one time in my entire infinity career that owen actually hated my army more than i hated his army i'm pretty sure (laughs) which is it's just saying something um so yeah and i think that sums this up really well i think that there's i think that there's a if you look at your faction and you don't feel like you have the ability to go second then you should probably start digging into kind of the first thing we talked about well no even just null deploy like being good at deploying being good at deploying reactively if you're ending up going second that feels like a strength because you're not necessarily going to be able to write lists through that and then you can write into maybe the the there's other ways of writing into those scenarios. I think besides what we just talked about, like just taking lots of like mid point value pieces in frontline is really powerful because you can spread your points out appropriately, right? You can be in all three zones and, and have like a decent point spread across them.
1: There's um, no better feeling than killing your opponent during their turn, and there's no worse feeling than losing your models during your active
0: turn. Yes, I absolutely felt that with my Starmata game this past week when my when I, I got suppressed into oblivion with my Zeta, and I lost a third of my army on my own turn. It fucking sucks. I totally, I get you. And
1: sometimes it dice, but if you design your list to be able to optimize that chance of it happening, it's going to happen more often. Yeah. And... There and especially, and,
0: and that complements missions where going last gives you an advantage, right? Like you're trying to score exactly. someone, pick a button, stand in a place, whatever that is. Yeah, it's super powerful. Sweet, guys. We did another one. We made, a, we made an episode. We made, a, we made another tactical awareness. We, uh, got, uh, we got aware of the tactics we use. We got to talk about Sunday, butt for the 7 trillionth time. So that we can we can until he stops being Put relevant, this one to bed. I will we, stop talking about. it. Okay, p- pub- put this shit Publi- to bed. Public I, service. I did this them. episode purely so we never talk about Sonic Butt again. We can just be like, no, we talked about this on Moving on.
2: No, nope, we're gonna switch to aggressive Sunduck Butt. <laughs> sunduck Butt two killer <laughs> now piece. Now we're
0: going going first with Sunduck Butt. All right, yeah. all right, all right. right the non one. Same ones. model again.
2: Guys, He's guys, sunduck guys, Hunter. I
1: mean, <laughs> I, this is how we. This is how you kill a Sunduck Butt. There's public service now. You run up with a sensor bot. And you're either gonna you're gonna wipe away all those camo or they're gonna reveal and shoot you. If they're revealed, that's all you need to do. And then you shoot him outside of 16 and hope he doesn't crit you. Mm, so easy.
2: all you need to do is not let him roll a seven. If you stop that, you'll win. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not
2: easy, but it's it's doable. It's doable. All right, so going, we've we've reached life.
0: the shit advice portion of the episode where <laughs> <laughs> Dan tells you how to not do things and no one hey, just disagrees hey, with them on general price. this
1: is this is how I've killed many <laughs> That's Or shoot, fair. shoot it with something with min That's minus fair. six I don't That's believe fair. you've actually killed the
0: take this specific
1: <laughs>
0: <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> and with that everybody you can rate and review us um, on our podcast Spotify or wherever you've got in your yeah. podcasts and we'll be back next week with more tactical awareness goodbye bye